Blog Talk Radio. Not just dry long soap, 
not just for each other itself, not just for one person, but for everybody, for have the same thing, for have when we still fight for now in this human rights movement, equality. So it's so glad that hundred children to take this your time out, just for yet a little bit a we story, because we know people around the world and things like that, they look one, they shall be, and say, oh, we call them Memorial Day over yonder. Another thing like that. There's some kind in the low country, yet it is called Decoration Day. And when I understand what we did for real and things we did for today, and rather we understand what all the flowers and things to lay up in graveyard and things for, so we will crack with you a little bit so we will have understanding. But Memorial Day, the color gets you. So if I make sure all the 100 children were there around the world, who yet me, each and every Monday and things like that, can understand this year, I will crack with you all the rest of the week. So I'll speak like this. My global listeners can truly under and understand the significance of the U.S. holiday called Memorial Day, the Gullah Geechee holiday called Decoration Day, which are actually one and the same, and which we commemorated as of May 1st of this year. But we know that with most people, they would not commemorate it until this day here. That happens each and every year, which is the final Monday of May. Okay, the final Monday of May each year is U.S. Memorial Day. But let's go back in time so that people understand why Gullah Geechee's engage in Memorial Day celebrations, which we also call Decoration Day. Because people may think it's only because they get a day off from work. They may think it's due to all of the active military bases, and we salute you, that are throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, not actually under-overstanding and valuing the legacy that Gullah Geechees have had being soldiers here on this land. And so here from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, on the Sea Islands in particular. Many of you are quite familiar with Paris Island as a major one of the active military bases. We have a number of forts. We have a number of bases that have operated over time and some that are still functioning now. And so here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, from this coastline in the Atlantic going inland are 30 to 35 miles to the St. John's River. We're not unaccustomed to seeing men and women in uniform. And we honor the legacy of the many Gullah Geechis who fought during the Civil War 150 years ago. They were nearing the end of it in 1865, and it ended in 1865. And then this period of reconstruction came in. Well, war is not clean. War is not sanitary. War is not, you know, as minute as some might think it is. Because here people get to watch war today on television. They don't see it up close. They don't have people running to their door bleeding because they were shot or stabbed with a bayonet and such. They don't have people ducking for cover each and every night. And somebody said, well, actually, people are, because their community is still at war with this gunfire every night, some during the day. But here it is where the cities and the towns might be on fire and people are warring. They hadn't officially declared it a war like what had been done back on and what we call the time of big superstars, when 
the war of brother against brother started up. So it's interesting, many of you who've been on this journey with me since we started the 150th year commemoration of the beginning of the U.S. Civil War, you probably don't even realize that we're nearing the end of that whole period of time already. It went by fast. I don't know how quickly people who were around 150 years ago thought it went by fast when you had to deal with this constant strife, this constant unnerving, not knowing what's going to happen next, what might burn down next, who might die next, how many more burials there must be. But here it is that following the assassination of U.S. President Abraham Lincoln in April of 1865, there were a number of different commemorations. And anyone who's ever been to Beaufort, South Carolina, you know that we have the National Cemetery here that Abraham Lincoln signed into law to have placed here in an area that was then Union territory. So that is why we still have Decoration Day celebrations and have had them for 150 years in Beaufort, South Carolina. I have been in the Memorial Day Parade for many, many years. And as we journey through our story, you'll realize when it shifted from being called Decoration Day to Memorial Day. But nonetheless, prior to his death, of course, Abraham Lincoln signed the National Cemetery of Beaufort, South Carolina, into law. And we have many interred there from the 1st South Carolina, the U.S., uh, the 33rd U.S. Colored Troops, and on up to the present time. After the assassination of Lincoln, as I mentioned, April 1865, there were commemorations of those who had died, which they feel was over a half a million, more upwards into the 600,000s of people that were all over the place, mass graves. There were graves anywhere that bodies had fallen, essentially. And so due to that fact, that was why we started getting national military cemeteries. But it started up with the Union one here. And so they had these commemorations to properly inter the dead, one would say and to place them in a place of honor so that people would realize these were fallen soldiers. These were people who had given their lives to the Union, who had given their lives as a sacrifice for others so that others could have the same things, everyone could have the same things that we call equality. And at that period of time, that would mean freedom for people of African descent who had been in bondage here in North America, and in particular in the region as now the Gullah Geechee Nation. And the 1st South Carolina Volunteers and the 33rd U.S. Colored Troops were occupied with a large amount of native Gullah Geechees from these islands. So many of us have records of family members and soldiers that were mustered into service into these troops, and many of us have family members that lay at rest in the National Cemetery from that period on to now. Now, people would say, well, wow, that's very interesting, but how does that tie to your Memorial Day 
when I guess since everyone probably was trying to make sure that all sorts of soldiers, all sorts of dead were actually interred properly. Well, the reason it ties directly to the Gullah Geechee Nation is because the first massively publicized observance of Decoration Day, which has become known as Memorial Day, happened in Charleston, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation on May 1st, 1865. Over 10,000 people were a part of that particular commemoration. This happened at a place that was the Hampton Park Race Course. Many of you, if you come from Moja Celebration, that happens the end of September and the first part of October to Charleston, you know that we have a Heritage Day celebration, the launch of Moja at Hampton Park. You know, we have our Denmark VC Memorial at Hampton Park. There's a number of community celebrations that go on at Hampton Park. Well, there's a Hampton Park race course that someone who was part of the enslavers, part of the planter aristocracy, had had for them to race their horses there. Well, during the Civil War, that site became a prison to hold captives during the war. At least 257 Union prisoners were there that died at that spot. And because they died while they were in captivity at that race course, they were buried there. Their names were not listed or anything. They were put into a mass grave there. And so you had a blend of people of African descent, Gullah Geechee, Anglo people that were Union, if they were caught by the Confederates who were occupying Charleston, then put into prison in the Hampton Park race course, they died while imprisoned, then they were basically just thrown in a mass grave. No respect. Don't need to know your name. This is what war is. Okay? So now that the war was winding up, one might say, the Gullah Geechis, who were in Charleston, decided that on May Day, they were going to actually do a ceremony for these folks that had been just tossed aside. Because out of our African tradition, you not only respect the living, you respect the dead. You give proper burial to people when they have passed on. You don't cast them, and their bodies are found. So the community got together. The freedmen at that point got together, cleaned up the entire what was the Hampton Park race course, but now was to be a burial ground. They cleaned it up. They landscaped it, and they actually enclosed it so that people would recognize that this was now a sacred ground. And they put an archway over the opening that you would come into to now enter this space. And they put on the sign, Martyrs of the Race Course. So on May 1st, when they all gathered in the streets to march there, this place was already prepared to receive those coming, to place flowers and memorials on these graves. And remember, they're unmarked. 
the names of who they are are not there. So this was to honor all that had fallen and who had been martyrs because they gave their lives for others and died there at that race course. Amongst the 10,000 people who the majority of those people were Gullah Geechee, called freedmen, mixed in with them were some of the missionaries that had come down Part of what we often read about called the Gideonite Band that were missionaries that came from up north during the Civil War and started to set up missionary schools in this region. They joined in along with this largely, quote, black, end quote, group of people. 3,000 of the 10,000 were children, Gullah Geechee children. And they were the students that were now in these new schools, that were the freedmen schools, the one-room schoolhouses, the missionary schools that were all along our coastline here, and in particular in the, in the area of Charleston, the peninsula itself, and the islands. There were mutual aid society members that were part of it, and those are usually our societies that many of you all know. We still have society halls that are up and down throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation at our historic sites now. We had many of them participating. You had active duty union troops, because they weren't mustered out of service yet, that were marching with them. You had ministers that marched with them down the streets to bring flowers, to lay in this burial ground, this graveyard, this burial field, this place of death caused by the war. A writer named David W. Blight wrote about that day. And he said, quote, This was the first Memorial Day, African Americans invented Memorial Day in Charleston, South Carolina. What you have there is black Americans recently freed from slavery announcing to the world with their flowers, their feet, and their songs what the war had been about. What they basically were creating was the Independence Day of a second American Revolution, end quote. Now, when you think about it, when you say this is the most publicized one, this is because there were others that were doing these types of things to go and memorialize and reinter and give proper burials and add headstones and other things and flowers and wreaths to graves, but they did not have such a massive turnout in other states, and nor had it been so documented as this one that happened here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And to this day, people still have big celebrations and commemorations where we have parades now where people go through the streets and end up there at the burial grounds in the National Cemetery, leaving flowers and so forth and wreaths and some people sing songs and so on. And then after that, there are Decoration Day events for the family and the children. And people can talk to this over time, whether they're in Charleston or Beaufort County or various other areas where we grew up with this. But under this name, Memorial Day, because it was in Memorial to these folks that had fallen. And so here it is that when we think about it, you would say, well, why? I I wouldn't have thought about bodies just laying everywhere, but if fighting is wars everywhere, that is what happened. And 
there was consistent siege on Charleston. There had been numerous bombardments for months around the Charleston Harbor. And so this is why so many were dead in that city anyway. And you have to remember from 18, April 1861 to April 1865, this thing is going on. So by the time that April 8, May 1865 gets here, Charleston is truly bombed, you see? And when I say bombed, I don't mean by bombs coming overhead, but I'm talking about when that song says the bombs bursting in there, yeah, with you, and you're talking about cannon fire hitting against things. You talk about fires, talk about shooting. And so here in the same place, that all this is going on, people get together, 10,000 people, and march up Meeting Street singing songs of liberation. The 21st U.S. Colored Infantry led these songs, led their way down through the streets, and then received the formal surrender of the city of Charleston. The Confederates finally gave up. The ones who started it all, the whole thing, succeeding from the Union, surrendered. Could you imagine how that must have felt to them to now surrender to the faces of people that look exactly like those who they had been enslaving? But they accepted that they had to surrender. And surrender the city of Charleston, they did. And so it went to the Union. Thousands and thousands of Gullah Geechis and other Union soldiers that were of African descent now were living on the peninsula in Charleston at that time. I know some of y'all said they're not now, which that's another topic, another show of the gentrification and removal of our people from the downtown from around this area. But that horse track, that Washington Race Course and Jockey Club where it was a Hampton Park uh, racing course where these people had been buried that had been turned into an outdoor prison stands today as a monument and a testimony to the significance of what happens when people come together to honor their ancestors and honor those who fight for their freedom and fight for their community. So when you think of celebrating or commemorating Memorial Day, never forget what caused it to come about. People died for it to come about. So let's not take it frivolously. But also keep in mind those who then respected those who had died. It was our Gullah Geechee ancestors. 10,000 people standing united together to cause this to come about. The New York Tribune wrote on that day, the day after, that a procession of friends and mourners of South Carolina and the United States never saw before. That is a quote. They never saw it before that. 10,000 of us marching down the street together, united. This reminds me of when we have our Heritage Day celebration on St. Helena Island, which leads into Veterans Day. So interestingly enough, our Gullah Festival 
leads into Memorial Day, and our Heritage Day celebration leads into Veterans Day here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And the reason this reminds me, that quote reminds me of Heritage Day is because with our massive parade that goes from the St. Helena School to the Penn School, and Penn School started up during the Civil War as the first trade agricultural normal school for freedmen in America. And here it is in Beaufort County. This area was occupied by the Union troops. Beaufort County is where the Emancipation Proclamation was first read, and Beaufort is where we hold the Gullah Festival, Heritage Day, is where we held St. Helena Island is where we hold Heritage Day. And both of these leading into U.S. national holidays that came out of the celebration and commemoration of soldiers, people marching together, standing up, fighting for freedom. It's interesting. But I believe it's divinely ordered, not ironic, that these things happen that we would have them happen Memorial Day weekend and Veterans Day weekend here in the Gullah Geechee Nation and have these two be the largest celebrations throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation that we have annually, two of the largest events in the southeast of North America that happen annually. And why do I say the quote reminds me of Heritage Day? Because we have over 10,000 people that come out to the celebration here on St. Helena Island. And many of those people used to be out early in the morning along Highway 21 watching the parade go by. As time has gone on, time has changed people. They don't recognize and appreciate and respect things in the way that they did when they first began. People have become complacent. Many of the older people, they can't come out now on their own, but their children, children's children, don't understand the value of the celebrations and why we come together to celebrate and to commemorate. They don't recognize the sacredness of coming together at such significant times as this so that we can honor even yet the living that are fighting for our freedom and honor our human rights legacy going forward in time. But this is significant. It was significant back 150 years ago. It is significant today. And the continuation of our cultural celebrations that happen leading up to Memorial Day and leading up to Veterans Day are memorials unto our Gullah Geechee ancestors that fought all the way from the coast of West Africa across the Middle Passage and on this seashore of the Sea Islands, the southeastern North America, the Gullah Geechee Nation, for our freedom. And so I'm thankful to all that fought for us. I'm thankful for all that fight today for freedom, whether in uniform or out of uniform, but with one mind, stayed from freedom. Thank you, thank you to all of Hana, all of Wahana done too, for we. And I must say that I salute the Gullah Festival Committee for what they did last weekend, for all the labor, the prayers, the work that went into this 29th annual Gullah Festival. I was part of every Gullah Festival except one for one year, and that was by choice that I was not part of one for one year. And it was truly well done 
this past weekend. I want to thank everyone from the African Journeys group that came from New York to the various others that came from across the country and throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation to welcome the Gullah Festival back to the waterfront in view for South Carolina, where we could look across the Port Royal where the Emancipation Oak is. We could look across the water, the harbor, and see this, where you could drive up the road, or even walk a few blocks and end up at the National Cemetery. I thank them for all the work that they did to go out to Port Royal and commemorate and never forget our ancestors by laying a marker there and that town on the island of Port Royal, where the city of Beaufort and the town of Port Royal are, are also on Port Royal Island. So our legacy, our story, our history, our journey continues still for this fight for freedom, not only in Charleston, but in Beaufort, South Kakalaki, and throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. So I salute all of those still fighting, as I say, for freedom, and those who then commemorate this even subtly within the opening ceremonies of celebrations and events with the flags and the songs, and then having the memorialization once again, but also the remembrance of what went on for us to be able to gather together without overseers of our backs, to be able to come together with the tens of thousands and more to celebrate who we be down here. And for all the rest of children come back here. But see, well, I've been a study with my family and things like that, and they bring me here. I met numerous people over the weekend who came to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's booth at the Sankofa Circle inside the Gullah Festival, who bought many of my books and bought CDs and other things to take home to learn more about our story here, their family story here, because they had started doing genealogical research and even U.S. Civil War research and realized, wow, I need to go down to the Sea Islands, to the Gullah Geechee Nation, and see what else I can learn there. And here they come and realize we still live on this land that we were left with once it came into the Union hands, once the Civil War ended, we remained here. And the reconstruction of it all was placed in our hands and is still in our heart. And so we're thankful to all those who come still to support us as we ensure that our story of our legacy is told and told accurately and that is celebrated by we and that we continue this journey to reconstruct this land our way and keep it in our hands for many, many generations to come. On that note, I want to also thank those who gave donations not only to the continued work of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, but also to the Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network that receives serious accolades from me because the entire organization has been able to pull together enough supporters in just this few months in its true launch of existence to bring about being able to purchase back land 
that had been auctioned off away from one of our families here in Beaufort County, and we got that land back for them just before the Gullah Festival. And that was such a beautiful thing. Many of you who are Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fans, you've seen the images of the family crying as they got the paperwork back and their deeds back in their hands for their land. Their ancestors' blood, sweat, and tears is as much in that land as the blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors is there at the Hampton Park area in Charleston. So we have an event coming up. Well, we have two events actually coming up on Saturday, June the 6th that are of major significance in terms of talking about being able to continue a legacy and give a living memorial to our ancestors by keeping our land. One of these affairs is the actual ribbon cutting and official opening of the Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network. This will take place at one Beaufort Town Center on Saturday, June the 6th at noon. Saturday, June the 6th, not Saturday coming. That's the following Saturday, June the 6th at noon in Beaufort, South Carolina. Just walking distance to the National Cemetery. So if you are going to come into Beaufort to celebrate with us this ribbon-cutting, you can do just as that 10,000 did walking down Meeting Street in Charleston, and you can walk from our office at Paffin down to the National Cemetery and down to the marker dedicated to the 1st South Carolina African Regiment. That evening, we'll be at Penn Center, that I mentioned our Heritage Day celebration goes on. At 9 p.m. that evening, we are having the all-white affair in celebration of Black Music Month as well as a fundraiser for the Heritage Day celebration. Tickets are only sold in advance for the all-white affair. There are no tickets sold at the door, and you must be 30 years or older to attend. You can call Penn Center at 843 843- 838-2432, 843-838-2432, and obtain tickets directly from there. Or you can email us here at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to obtain tickets as well. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com is our email address. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. If you are coming to St. Helena Island, simply go to Penn Center to the Welcome Center and purchase your tickets there for the all-white affair. For the PATH and Open House from noon to 2 in Beaufort, there's no admission, but we do ask that everyone please bring a donation because we do have a $5 million GoFundMe campaign online, and we are also going to be collecting money in person that day of the open house and the ribbon cutting. You'll have a chance to see the offices and learn more about how your ministry can take part in helping us to raise money to help Gullah Geechee's save their land. And that is a true memorial to our ancestors, to hold on to our land, our sacred burial areas, as well as our family compound. And so you can go to GoFundMe, and it is called Help Save Gullah Geechee Land. You can type that in. You can also go to our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. Follow us at Twitter at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. At Gullah Geechee. We're also at Gullah Geechee on Instagram. 
There is no I in Geechee. That will keep you abreast of all that's happening. You can also go to GullahGeecheeNation.com and click on events, and you'll see the flyer and more details on the fundraising effort and where we are at this point with PAFIN with the reclaiming of Gullah Geechee land and holding on to it as a memorial to our people, our legacy, our story. Penn Center is part of the legacy of our ancestry, because as Gullah Geechee students, it's freedmen that built the institution Penn Center. As I said before, it was the first trade, agricultural, and normal school for freedmen in America. It is 153 years old at this point in time. So please make sure that you come out. If you're going to be in Beaver, South Carolina, you can spend that day. Come out to the Path and opening from noon to 2, then you will have several hours to be able to tour not only the city of Beaufort, but St. Helena Island as well, even the York W. Bailey Museum at Penn. Go back home or go back to your hotel, get some rest, change up for the nighttime affair, grown folks only, 30 and up. And this is a celebration of Black Music Month, so y'all get an idea what kind of music it is, right? Okay. Uh, that will be that night at Penn Center. And again, if you want tickets, please email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. You can also use that email address to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. You can write us for membership and to find out more about the work that we do every day to keep our culture alive and keep our traditions going on down your Polynesia Sea Islands and throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. So if you'd like to become a member, please send us an email. If you have comments or other questions outside the broadcast, you can email us there as well. And you can also always go to our website at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net. We also want to thank everyone who went to gullahgeechee.us and took the Gullah Root Experience Tour this year already, especially those who just took it last week leading up to the Gullah Festival last Thursday. We had Warren Wilson College, who we want to salute and thank them because they helped us with our Hunter Home Gullah Geechee Research and Retreat Center. We just finally completed two major projects there today, finalizing the painting and some concrete pouring that went on there. And uh, members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition get to come to that location, which is on a historic island, to do research and to do community service as well. And so we have a number of our researchers that will be working throughout the summer and plenty of our medical health professionals that are working with us on seafood safety and human health that will be in and through the center all summer, but in particular in June, working on a number of things. And some of our new partners that are dealing with climate change issues will also be around and about this summer. So if you're intending to bring a group and you want to actually engage in community service over the summer to also help help memorialize and keep things alive here as well, not just commemorate, we continue culture here. So if you want to participate in that, please go to gullahgeechee.net. You can see some of the work we already do. You can also email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. I want to thank everyone who's continued to support me on the Gullah Geechee World Tour this year. 
our story continues on to travel around the world. Want to heal up all the family on the Cayman Islands and things like that. There, that's why we coming up on Gully Get You TV. Our connections and our journey. That was my latest international trip, and so we'll be covering that in the connections as well to here, because these connections are global. Our story is a global story. Our story is something that lives in us each day. And we should know that we honor our ancestors by continuing to speak their names and to speak of the things that they were able to do for us. Unfortunately, like many of those buried there where that Hampton Park race course was, this Washington racetrack, many of their names have gotten blotted out over time because people didn't respect enough to go ahead and place the names there. But we have these names in our DNA, in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. We are them. We are them alive as long as we continue to do that, which honors their legacy, their journey, their fight, their stand. We are the soldiers now. We need to continue to march on and march on together. Work together, children. Don't you get weary. Great camp meet in the promised land. So thank you, thank you to all of the children who joined we this year evening for this special broadcast of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the We Show, and this year the Queen Quet Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. I'm so glad that the children tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And we going to start off, you know, right on next Monday like we always do, but we celebration of Black Music Month. So we got plenty more coming to Hunter Chillin for make Hunter understand just who we be upon this year, Gullah Geechee journey. A thank you, thank you to all the Hunter Chillin. And please, I hope you did a yonah to celebrate, commemorate with Hunter family. Be safe upon your journey this year week and all the different weeks to come if you have to get upon the road or in the air or upon the rails. But we so glad that Hunter Chillin, who will come down here this weekend, Know from whence on the roots be healed. Take it, take it for kind home. Hope you had some bless up for care back with Hunter wherever Hunter the day. Thank you, thank you for being with we. This year the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he Hunter joined me. Thank you, thank you. Peace and blessings.